When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, no one ever thinks of me. Having lots of sex, they cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day. But when the richies leave the ship, the yachties get to play. Yo ho, diddly yo, yo yo ho, diddly yo, yo. We're heading up the gangplank and going down below. Bravo! Hey guys, welcome back to another gangplank report. We are here to talk about the below deck sailing season finale episode 17 so it's our last regular episode of the season and next week we've got the reunion to look forward to and bravo decided to call it all roads lead to gazy and we decided to call it bravo misled us exactly (laughs) because they did they did 100 (sighs) percent it's just been one giant tease all season yeah honestly And here is Jen for your super rapid recap. It is going to be super rapid today, guys. And if you hear noise in the background, I apologize. That is because my genius engineer husband decided that Tuesday would be a great day to have roofers. So that's the noise. It's not me hulking out or banging my fists in rage because this episode wasn't rageful. All right. Many projectiles are thrown at the new couple as they reboard the ship after the wedding. Marcos's dinner was on fire, literally, and in the best way possible. The guests gave the crew a ginormous bottle of champagne and $20,000 as a tip. Not sure if it was a Methuselah or a Nebuchadnezzar, but either way, it was worth between $1,000 and $3,000. Daisy promotes Ashley to lead instead of second stew, and all of a sudden, titles don't matter to Ashley. Glenn joins the crew for appetizers and tequila shots and says that he's old, not dead. Back at the yacht, half of the champagne ends up in the hot tub. And Ashley shows us again why she should never be filmed drunk eating. (laughs) Yeah, I know it was gross. Daisy and Gary never hooked up. You mean the producers misled us? No. We go through the obligatory goodbyes the next day and the most sentimental ones were from Los Papis, the Giggle Club. Gary is left alone with Glenn to defunkify the hot tub. And that, folks, is your rapid recap. Awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So for me, this episode was obviously the downhill decline. There was a couple of moments that I just found myself laughing, not only in the actual airing of it, but then when I rewatched it later, 
I was able to like slow it down a little bit and really pay attention. Mm-hmm. And some of the one-liners back and forth in the van when they were on their way to dinner were just priceless. They were. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. When somebody was saying, yeah, Ashley, you've really grown this season. And Marcos was like, yeah, did you see how much she eats? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was Colin who said that. And it was right after Barnaby said, what is Leeds do anyway? That's a nothing title. <laughs> I mean, to tell you, I get the position that Daisy was put in by mm-hmm. feeling the pressure of having to do something. I think that was the most epic level, low trolling that she could have done in that situation. Because that's exactly what that was. Like, lead stew is not a thing. That was going to be my first question to you. Is this even a thing? No. Because when she first mentioned it to Colin, and I love that Colin referred to Ashley as the turd in the crew mess when he was talking to her. And she said, I still don't think she's ready for a second. I'm thinking about promoting her to lead. I'm like, wait a minute. Is that even a thing? I don't think we've heard that. But I tweeted immediately that I hope that she went with her gut and did that. And somebody tweeted back. I think it was Katie asked me, well, why? And I said, because it's not the title Ashley wants and I'm petty. (laughs) And she goes, okay, gotcha. So yeah, that was a little highlight for my schadenfreude self. I was glad that Ashley didn't get the title she wanted. And now she expects us to believe that it doesn't matter. She just wanted acknowledgement that she was progressing. Okay. Whatever. That's what you were fighting with Gabby for, for four charters or three charters, whatever it was. Oh man. For what it's worth, I just... I had to laugh at a lot of those different things. It was all just taking hits and I loved it. I loved every second of it. Yep. I loved the last dinner because it really showed how, for the most part, cohesive that group is. And even Scarlett, it was very obvious that she was fitting in there too. Yeah. I wish that that attitude had existed when Gabby was on board. That would have been nice. Mm-hmm. But for what it's worth, I think that core group, Colin, Glenn... Gary. It was nice to see Glenn join them for dinner too, mm-hmm. you know, and usually we'll see the captain come and maybe have a cocktail. Well, not Sandy because she doesn't drink, but jump in for a few minutes, not stay for a whole dinner and then leave them to their shenanigans and festivities. Mm-hmm. And he knew that they were going to go off the rails. I mean, he wasn't under any illusions that they were going to behave themselves. So, right. And he even said that's why he usually never comes because Gary pointed out how well behaved everybody was being. And he was like, yeah, that's why I usually don't come to these things. So he knows what his place is, but I also feel like generally the captains usually show up for the finale just to do the thank you and everybody can go around. And actually they did that without Glenn though, but they did say nice things about Glenn. Well, there's nothing bad to say about Glenn. Right. So there's that. Yeah. The rose and thorn moments, I was surprised that everybody's thorn wasn't Cherica. I mean, there was a lot of other things that happened during the season. So the fact that that wasn't the most glaring thing to some of the people, I get that. Yeah. It depends on how involved you were too with them. Some of them weren't even there. So that's a good point. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I feel like ultimately this wrapped up on a high note. I did almost tear up a little bit when Marcos and... Colin were leaving their very obvious sentiment about it was palpable. And I appreciated that because I've been there. I've been in a situation before where I was leaving a boat and really felt like I had bonded with people 
not anybody on my season really i was gonna say if your hair was on fire you still would have been running and not stop dropping and rolling when you left that boat (laughs) Uh no but i get it i've been there and i think that being able to have that level of friendship and support and being able to go through something as rough as a charter season on film is i appreciate it i thought it was really touching i thought it was really cute I don't think there's ever going to be an end or any kind of a resolution to the Gary Daisy anything. I think it's just going to continue to go on and maybe they'll drunkenly make out once or twice here and there every season, but she seems completely not into it. Well, she's seeing the other things he's dragged home. Right. Yeah. And Ashley was one of them. Right. And he doesn't seem to get that he doesn't seem to think that that's a problem or doesn't recognize because maybe it's not a problem for everybody else he's been with, but there's a difference between when you're hanging out, just doing your thing. And when you're looking for a relationship, he doesn't realize she's got evidence, facts, personal experience to back up why she doesn't want to. And one of the alternative titles was going to be deniable sexual tension because when she left and he was walking her out, he said, the sexual tension is undeniable. And I think that she's seeing it now too. And I'm just like, (laughs) Um, that's what he needs to tell himself to sleep at night. Exactly. (laughs) Bless his heart. Bless his sweet loving heart. Yeah. No, (laughs) not going to happen. I don't think. It would take a long time. I think you can change as a person, but she would have to witness massive amounts of it. Professionally, he handled the season differently with her, but in a personal relationship way, he didn't handle himself any differently from last season. So I think she'd have to see like a full season of him not chasing every tail that walks up the passerelle. And I think that's fair. He obviously has something... Even if it's just a teasing thing, because mm-hmm. it's entirely possible. They have a little bit of chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is probably more from their familiarity with each other. Cause I have that with a lot of people, like a lot of the people that I've worked with, especially, but there's no real chemistry there. You know, it's just kind of a superficial, like fun flirtation, but not something that I would ever take seriously. And I think that when you see someone go through as many turns to put that in a really polite way as he has (laughs) and the drama that follows it. I think that makes it very unrealistic for somebody who's been on the outside perspective of that the whole time. I'm thinking of one person that I know really well in particular, Tiffany knows who, Mm -hmm. but it's one of those things that like watching someone go through that over and over and over again, it becomes really unsavory. And it just automatically shuts down in your mind the possibility that something like that would ever happen. Because you're like, no, I I actually do remember everything that you've done. Yeah. And she even put it so much as if we spent more time together, we probably wouldn't even wind up being friends. So, (laughs) Right. I think that she likes how well the three of them, her, Gary and Colin work together. And I don't think that she wants to mess that up. Women tend to use more of that kind of emotional argument when they're getting into a relationship. If you're looking for an actual relationship and not a hookup. Right. There are still people cheering it on. Super fan Christina sent me a tweet and she said that she's still hoping 
that they get together if Gary can get the cheating under control. And I said, that's a Godzilla sized if. Yeah. So we'll have to see. But I was talking to Will, who is also a super fan. I was talking to him this morning also. And he said it reminded him of the TV show Moonlighting with Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis and how great that show was and how well it did in the ratings until they got together. So it's kind of my who's the boss reference, his Moonlighting reference for younger people that are science nerds. Bones, same thing happened there. So I think we kind of want them to get together, but I think we wouldn't be happy if they did. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's enough to have the idea of it, but not actually see it consummated. Yeah, I did find it interesting when the goodbyes were going on that Kelsey said the yachting industry was not for her. I didn't get that from her. I really think that they kind of just used her as a comic foil the whole time and they didn't. <laughs> okay, the dad joke made my night last night when she did the dad joke about NASA and how do they coordinate events? They plan it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's what I mean. They kind of go to her for that laugh. I didn't see her being disgruntled except for the day that Gary smashed his finger and he was kind of snappy with her. But for her to say, peace out, MFers, I wasn't ready for that at all. I thought she was really good and I thought she was doing well. Yeah, but I could see that not being a totally comfortable environment for her where she sees all the rest of these people just going flying off the handle all the time. I get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even when she got goofy, she didn't get super goofy. You know what I mean? She didn't get blackout at any point. She had that one hangover day, but that was really about it. I thought they all did well together. I thought it was funny that Daisy said goodbye to Barnaby with toothpaste still on her face. I kind of thought that was on purpose because you could have wiped it from her cabin to the stairs. You can feel when you have toothpaste on your face, especially if it's mint. Right. It's going to be burning that she did it on purpose so she didn't have to kiss him goodbye since she kissed him in the van. That was my little theory, but who knows? Maybe she just uses some organic kind that doesn't burn your face off. Or maybe she just doesn't care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Valid. But that's pretty much it. There wasn't a whole ton that went on. The biggest discussions I've had since, both with you and with other people, have been about what's dropping next. We had heard it was going to be below deck down under from one source. Then we heard last night that it was going to be below deck med coming back July 11th and that it was airing early on Peacock on July 4th. Then we heard July 12th from somebody else. And we were both scouring the internet this morning and it finally showed up. You found it first at like 8.30 or 9 this morning. Mm -hmm. It finally showed up in Us Magazine that it is coming back the 11th. So excited about that. But they had in the headline below deck med trailer and then didn't have a video with it. But then we did get the video an hour or so later. So the previews of that, what's your first impression? I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see Z and Courtney eventually, I guess, Mm -hmm. return. Didn't you think that was weird that they didn't show her? I think it's weird, but not exactly because they still have to kick out the other one first. Right. So they're still trying to pretend like we don't already know. Yeah, but they released in something else. Well, I guess it was leaked. I don't think it was intentional. Yeah, it was leaked leaked that she's coming on as a deckhand, not as interior. So, right. 
that will be interesting to see who's not going to fall in line. They showed the boat, the scratch down the side of that boat looked heinous. I don't know how much it costs to buff it out. Yeah. (laughs) But that is not a good look. I agree. Yeah. I wasn't super impressed with that either. I think that it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. I hope we're not getting into the game where we're upping the ante every time with boat destruction because they want trauma. <laughs> I don't think that that's a smart financial move on Bravo's part. <laughs> I think that it's obviously not planned. Nobody would plan for that because somebody's got to pay for it. More than likely it's production, right? So that was mm-hmm. not something that was intentional for sure, mm-hmm. but it's real. It really happens. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah, that looked pretty gnarly, but nothing that happened there was going to actually inhibit the functionality of the boat. Right. It was just a scratch. Yeah. So it's not like it's one of those, we might have to cancel the whole rest of the charter season because of this kind of things. Right. Just park on the unscarred side. (laughs) Right. Not park dock. (laughs) I was going to correct you, but you did it yourself. I'm in dummy mode. I've been listening to hammers and nails all day long. Well, I'm very much looking forward to the reunion next week. I am too. I am really looking forward to our super fan interview this week. Mm -hmm. And I think we've got a lot to look forward to. It sounds like we'll get a week off for 4th of July. Right. Which is cool because that's on a Monday anyway. Mm -hmm. And that makes total sense programming wise to me. And then we're back at it with Below Deck Mediterranean. So I'm stoked. The boat never stops. We're on it. Sails are up and the motor's running we are gonna have one week of a breather and we're back into the game and we hope you guys will join us then we thank you for joining us for below deck sailing this season we still have the reunion next week like adrian said so don't miss that do us a favor rate review and subscribe like i always say we also are all set on super fans for below deck sailing but we already have a couple people lined up to do below deck mediterranean so if you would like to do that go ahead and hit us up on twitter absolutely or gangplank report at gmail.com yes please do that we look forward to talking with you and we will catch you tomorrow for the super fan episode thanks everybody bye bye Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me hearties.